Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Does an orthopedic condition or sports injury have you sidelined? Make your comeback with GW Hospital Sports Medicine. We offer services from neck to toe, including care for shoulders, hips, knees, ankles, and hands. Plus, we're the official healthcare partner of GW Athletics, the DC Furies, and the DC Revolution. Get back to doing the things you love. Learn more at gwhospital.com slash sportsmed or call 888-4-GW-DOCS. Physicians are not employees or agents of this hospital. Hi everybody, welcome back to the Gallagher Shots YouTube channel and we are here for our first post-match patter of the season. It's not a great one to start with, but, Tega, nah, it's nah, not. Nah. Um, thanks for tuning in everybody, I know it is pretty, um, it's not so far after the match is actually finished and it's full time there, so so Tega's rushed up the studio, Tega had the pleasure of watching that at home uh, today, um, I was out St. James's Park, um, but Decker, starting lineup. We'll start with the starting lineup. Um, I know we discussed this in, in our preview yesterday in regards to it's probably going to be close to a strongest 11. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we were expecting both the cells and possibly Fabian Scher to be starting. Yeah. Um, both those were um, substitutions. Um, I don't think either of them made the field, if I remember right. Um, and it was Clark and Kraft who came mm-hmm. in alongside Fernandez. Mm-hmm. Is that a shock or with preseason, have we? It was a flip of a coin, really, wasn't it? Um, yeah, I mean, the, the the formation choice was was what I expected and what mm. I wanted, uh, so I was fine with that. I was um, m- maybe share due to the Euros, eh? m- you know, or, uh, I mm. don't know, maybe um, has been given some extra time or whatever. Lascelles was a surprise, I have to be honest there. Um, it wasn't something that I thought would hurt with, to be honest with you. Um, Kraft, obviously, is n- not many people are a fan of him, like, um, mm. but. I was I was happy to see Fernandez on there playing in the middle. I, I prefer to see him central. Yeah. Um, you've got the defenders. I would probably say Fernandez is probably my first defender. Yeah. To, to go on the team sheet. Yeah. And Clark, which we'll come on to, but Clark, I suppose, left footed on the left side of the three. You know. Uh, 
I, I, I didn't have too many problems with it, to be, to be quite honest with you. Uh, I just thought, I thought Lascelles was a strange one, if I'm mm. honest with you. So yeah. Think. Let's just get straight into the game, because as always, we will have our Always Man and Faces podcast tomorrow night, around what half eight it'll be, that will go live on that one. But just to obviously, this will probably be about 20, 30 minutes from us today. Um, in regards to opening the game up, you couldn't have asked for a better start. Um, I know West Ham, obviously, I think they had two corners in the first few minutes, but we just hit them. And insane. he ended up on the wing on the right-hand side, and he's he's just dancing past players. He is. He's, he's doing what he does, and not just taking them on once, but going back and trying again and doing it again and again and again. It's a great ball in by Saint and, and that header by, by Wilson obviously plants in the back of the goal hits in the net and he runs off to the corner and celebrates in regards to opening that's fantastic from us absolutely brilliant I mean first of all um, Shelby believe it or not is he's the one pressing the ball right in the top right hand corner of the field mm. uh, and we'll win the ball back through Shelby Saint um, is just standing up against Rice and is you know it's just Left and right and left and right and rice can't and then that one little yard he gets he puts a great ball in Wilson's run to get in between two central defenders. Yeah. Um it's exactly what you want your number nine to do. Mm-hmm. And as you've just said, I mean the perfect start. I mean yeah. the perfect start. It was absolutely brilliant. Uh, I was buzzing to be honest, and I'm sure the, the, the ground was you know. made the noise in St. James yeah. Park when that when when Wilson scored was up there with the loudest I've heard in a long time. Brilliant. Um it did come on on the announcements later on in the game that there was fifty thousand that said didn't look like 50,000, if I'm being honest with okay, you. Yeah. There's quite a big chunk between the Way fans I've seen and the that. home fans. Quite I've a big that. chunk there. Yeah. Uh, West Ham looked like they were sold out capacity, as, as you would expect. Yeah. Um, but any, any, any seats in and around you, would you say? Or did that look? There's a few scattered. There was. You could see them in noticeable places. Mm-hmm. So if you're looking from the east stand to the likes of the director's box, the right hand side and towards the back, there's quite a few empty chunks there. Right. Um, like blocks I'm talking about, not just a few seats, but blocks. Okay. It's probably this normal thing where it's tickets sold rather than bums on seats. That's probably which true. Is, there's two fixtures. There's two attendance figures that they give off, yeah. apparently. Yeah. One's tickets sold and one's how many people have physically came through the turnstiles, which mm-hmm. the police get or something like that. Right, okay. Um, but 50,000 was the one announced. 50,000 was the one announced, yeah, oh. which I was shocked at. Oh, um, yeah. But yeah, start of the game, fantastic. The atmosphere yeah. before you even kick off was great. Mm-hmm. Um, I wasn't there for Willock coming on the field. Because um, he was announced, did you see that? Yeah, I did. Yes, he came on. Yeah, yeah. It seemed seemed a good, good in the applause. pissing down rain. Yeah, it was lashing down. Like I did <laughs> say that to me to me dad. I said uh, I didn't have Saint or fancy at the day. That's because I seen the <laughs> rain, you know. But yeah, he came on and he got a great, great applause. It must be fantastic for him, you know. Mm. He was there with his dad. And I would imagine it must be his mum uh, sitting with them um, as well. And Southgate was behind him. Um, oh, Southgate's made the effort, has he? Gareth Southgate was there. And he was oh, next wow. to Charlie, sitting next to Charlie. All oh, right, okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Um, Obviously, we, we get that open and we saw VR come into action twice today. Mm-hmm. Um, West Ham, they score, get the equaliser, make it 1 1. There's a bit of confusion yeah. from where I'm sat in the ground. I'm sat Gallagher going into the strawberry corner. Yes. So I couldn't really see what was happening because obviously people stand up and I couldn't see what happened with that goal. Yeah. Explain what happened. Um, well, d- d- it was a shambles defensively, but uh, yes, um, basically, Cr- Cresswell um, crosses the ball. And it's one of them where if no one touches the ball, it goes in. And unfortunately, that ex- that happened. Mm. Nobody touched the ball and it went in. Uh, the reason why the, the... I can understand why the linesman's give offside because from his view, it looks like someone's touched it in. Mm. I actually think he thought Bone, it was Bone that was offside, who yeah. then blasted it in the net. But the ball had already crossed the line at that point. Right. Okay. But then when they showed you the other replay, actually, it Cresswell crossed it and it just went straight in the, straight in the net. So, so it's, it's gone straight in the net from that 
from the cross. Wow. No okay. one just, It right. did look okay. very, very close that the, I can't remember who it was, sorry, but the, not Bone, but the other striker, whoever it was in the box, he flicks his foot up, but he misses it all mm. together and then it just goes in. And when Bowen lashes into the net, the ball's actually already over the line. Right. So, okay. Yeah. Um. Then from that, it's, we're talking about this game, but I think as a neutral, if you're watching this game, it's a great game to watch because both teams were going for it. I don't think, totally well, especially in the first half, we'll get on in the second half yeah. a little bit, but the first half, yeah. both teams, you could tell that they, they wanted to score goals. They wanted to put the pressure on. And it was back and forwards. It was. It really was. Right. Um, well, I, I, honestly, I, 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 there's going to be two halves when I'm about to say later on, but like I really enjoyed the first half. I, mm. I can't really deny that. Like yeah. I, They put a start up that there was nine attempts from us and eight from them. Mm. I mean, we've sat here and talked about games where we haven't even had a shot in the yeah. first half. So the first half... Full game. You know, I mean, but, first sorry, off. yes, you're right. Full game. And both teams were at it. Um, me worry was is they looked dangerous. Them looked dangerous every single time. Yeah, they they did. And that was me concern. I said, my dad, God, there's going to be goals in this, I think. It was down that left-hand side of the pitch, their left-hand side of the pitch, where, where you had Murphy and, and Murphy... To, to be honest with you, his head just didn't seem in the game. It really didn't. He, he was trying things and they just weren't working. But credit to him, he kept on trying. Then he got his goal. Yeah. At the end of it, he did yep. get his goal. Yep. Um, to make it 2-1, Newcastle take the lead before half-time. Yep. Um, it's it's a decent goal. It's, it it's, was. It's well worked as well. The, 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 the pressure that we were putting on them at that point, I mean, it was it seemed relentless. I mean, the... Mm. Say, say it maximum in certain times in that first half was absolutely taking the piss like yeah. absolutely just taking the piss and um, I, I thought the, that whole play I mean we hit the ball and we run hit the ball I took the side yeah. deflection but you know we're, we're, we're playing good stuff mm -hmm. we're playing good stuff we're trying to play good stuff we're trying to be on the front foot um, we always looked susceptible for, for, for a counter attack however but the goal you, you're saying there I mean Richie did superbly well the mm. cross because Almiron over hits the pass to Richie. Yeah. It's going out for a goal kick, but he manages to to stab it in, and Murphy takes it really well. No power in the header at mm. all. Yeah. He just sort of glides it in there. And I mean, you go in the break at two one, mm. watching great game of football from both sides. In fairness to West Ham, I thought the, the game itself was really good. Um, I was really happy. What I did notice about the first off, saying obviously he, he gets that assist from from the right hand side and on the byline. But then, as the game went on, as I said, that first half went on, he seemed to be dropping back on the edge of our box and picking the ball up there. Then thinking, I'm just going to take players on here, which worries me. Then in the second half, that's the reason why it worries is because he loses the ball. Yeah. Then they just go straight down and score. Um, that's yeah. their second. That's an equaliser, I think. That's the second one. That's where we're saying loses it. And it's uh, of course, I'm, I'm sitting here and saying, saying shouldn't be doing that, but that's the sort of player he is. Yeah. If, if you're the manager, you should really be telling that sort of player, don't do that there. Yeah, I mean, it's it's funny, isn't it? Because, I mean, I, I don't know if you remember, but Saint ran all the way back, probably where you're sitting, and won the ball mm. right on the edge of our box. Won the ball, the middle, and then ran all the way, yeah. and Almiron hit the bar, I think, I believe, maybe on yeah. that chance. You know I mean? I so was, yeah. you're seeing one side of the coin of him coming deep and running with the ball. But I totally, a couple of things is, I think it's wasted energy, right? Mm -hmm. I yeah. don't want him picking the ball up that deep. We need him further up the field. It's you know back I mean? to that scene of goal where the manager says... <laughs> I think he just boots the ball and says yeah. the ball moves faster when you don't have it. Yeah, <laughs> it's back to that yeah. scene, picking the ball up there. It's just, it's just too deep, isn't it? Now, obviously, if he, let's just say he was getting man marked or whatever it may be, and he's wanting to come deep occasionally mm. to, to maybe lose that marker, yeah. that's fine. But it was every single time he was mm. coming dead. You know, sometimes yeah. he was he was deeper than Shelby was. I mean, or Hayden, sorry. Well, from that um, assist, I don't think we saw him on the wing after that assist. Everything was bang through the centre. Bang through the centre. Well, he was he, he kind of played as a two up front in the first half. He was coming left, middle, right, changing all running. over the place. Yeah. But as, I agree, as the time went on, he was getting deeper and deeper and deeper in the second half of Costa. Mm. Um, I, I know, obviously, it was Saints' fault. Don't get us wrong, but Clark. I mean, the, God, I mean, Clark. You have to when you watch the goal back. I mean, 
just not looking over his shoulder. Yeah. Not once, you know, not once when that cross comes over. And then by the time he's walking backwards, he bangs into the player who scores. Mm. It's such a soft goal. There's a few comments that I've actually seen on social media while we were sat waiting to go live there. It, it's a lot of people saying the exact same thing. Right. Our defence is basically non-existent mm-hmm. and, and just not checking the surroundings. Mm-hmm. And that's that's cost me a couple of goals today. Um, uh, the, I would probably say that their goals, which came, have all came from our errors. It's it's that there are errors, uh, probably apart from their first one. Um, yeah, again, again, though, again, though, it's it's sloppy because we, we got a warning earlier on that them had two on that side of the yeah. field. And, and I, what I what I found on on our left hand side, Richie and Almiron were working together. Mm. On the right hand side, I just felt it was just Murphy. That's all I felt. Mm. I just didn't feel there was any protection for Murphy. Uh, I didn't think Murphy particularly played very well the first half. The only but, protection um, he was getting, like I noticed Hayden was drifting out on the right-hand yes. side now and again, was, which, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I agree. I agree. So it felt like the three in the midfield, obviously you had here Shelby in the middle, Almer on the left of that three, and Hayden on the right. And obviously they were drifting out wide. But it's just, it's so, dis- it's so disappointing. I mean, you, you come out the second half, I didn't think we started very well, mm. in, in fairness. And I said to me, I was like, God, I think West Ham's definitely got another goal in them. Like, yeah. Uh, and it came when it did. And the third goal, well, your opinion on that because from the ground area, obviously, I've seen that tell you, so it's easy for me. Is to this say, a penalty? Well, yeah. What, what, so the third one, it's it's the opposite end of the ground to yeah, where I am, so player. I couldn't see a single thing. Yeah. As I saw, someone went to the ground for a challenge. Is that right? That's, well, maybe did. Um, and yeah. but from from that, you, you can't see. Then when it went to to obviously it went to V on, and it took quite a, a little while to decide if it was a penalty. Yeah, apparently, they say that they were looking at it if it was an offside. So the penalty decision was was almost oh, right, instant, okay. which is a disgrace, by the way, but they were checking if it was an offside. Right. Well, I just thought, obviously, being in the ground, not obviously not knowing what's happened up there because it's miles away, mm-hmm. I thought it, it might be this new rule of VR coming into place where it said that, yes, there may be contact, but the contact has to be forceful for a player to go down. I thought yes. maybe this is what VR are looking at, but obviously, if, if it's offside, then I'm, I'm completely wrong. Which it wrong. should have been, by the way. It right. should have been. So explain what, what happened. So anybody who's obviously left the ground and watching this hasn't well, seen it back, what happened? Well, in regards to the build-up, I just want to mention one thing. Obviously, they the play a lovely ball out wide, but again, we're doubled up on my fullback. The guy's open, totally mm. open. And Antonio actually hits the post from about five yards out, yeah, and then that comes back to Murphy. Murphy clearly, absolutely clearly wins the ball. Clearly. So he takes a touch. Maybe he should clear a first time, but so what? Takes a touch, players on his arse, and then he wins the ball, which then, you know, plays onto their player, if that mm. makes sense. Yeah. He clearly clearly wins the ball and I can't believe that with the, with VR I mean the referee you know right the referee may have may had a poor view when he's given the, 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 the foul or the penalty but VR has to see that and go hey, he's won the ball mm. has to has to have seen that and it's it's a shambles and the reason why the time in the game is so poor for us isn't it yeah. we've just conceded to go to two two that's going to make it possibly three two and you get a decision like that and that hurts because that was never a penalty. Never. Yeah, and, and normally a good a good indication if it, if it is a penalty or not is when when they go to the, the Sky Sports studio after the game, and I think every single one of the pundits were saying that is not a penalty. Every single one of them. Who was there in the studio? We had Sunes, Richards, and Michael Dawson. Right. Okay. And Dawson was furious. To be quite honest with you, he was like, "That's just a disgrace." And then Richards went, "Totally agree with you. That's horrendous." Uh, and what, as I say, even the presenter, and he's a Macam, I'm sure. Even he said, "No, no, that's not a penalty." Mm-hmm. So, and the, the point they were making was, is how come? How can a referee not be allowed to come over and say it on the monitor? You know what I mean? And they say that. We we think it might be. Yeah. You were the one that gave the decision. Do you want to have a look of it? Because I believe if the ref's seen that, the ref would then say, oh, I've got that wrong. Yeah. That's what I think anyway. But 
He didn't have it's it's ridiculous though because obviously they've brought this new determination of VR in where where they've changed the rules slightly. I think we've noticed with the linesmen, the linesmen can flag now for offside if yep. there's clearly no goal scoring opportunity and things like that. Yep. Then I've just mentioned that thing about the, the penalties and the touches in the box. Um, it's our first game of the season, and, and VAR's done over again. First game of the season. So, do you, I totally agree with you. I mean, um, I, I actually think the rule that they've tried to bring in makes perfect sense, right? That, it does. Yeah. You know that is it is it meaningful contact? Is he you know is it generally a penalty? How many? Because we've seen so many soft ones, but how you can how you can watch that back? I mean, what annoys us is that you see fans on social media and even the punt, like, people, are, people are seeing it with one replay mm. and they know immediately it's straight not a pen. Away. I knew straight away that that wasn't a pen. And God knows how many times they must have looked at it VR and then them, them said it was. And, you know, to, to move past that slightly, um, he saves it, right? He, the kid saves it. And so then... this, this is what I'm going to, I'm going to do a little, a little nudge here to a fantasy Premier League. Um, Matt on the channel, he did say that Woodman is a good choice to have in your fantasy Premier League as backup because he's so cheap and obviously he's going to be starting the, the X amount of Newcastle games at the start of the season. I'm not sure how many points you get up for saving a penalty. Um, yeah, 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 I know it might be obviously counteracted by conceding four goals as well, mind. Yeah, but happened, like, he saved a penalty on his his game at St James's Park there, and it's it's a decent save as well. Yeah, in fairness, if you see it back, and I think he will say the same. He maybe should have kept a hold of it. Well, I'm obviously he's, he's powered it out now. I mean, end of the day, right? He saved it. I mean, mm. poor lad saved it. You know, and and the problem was again, though, if you you'll see the replay, right? Shambles from us as a team that mm. we have. No, we only have one player on that so side. This of the is box. something I you, you've just minded. It is something I wanted to, to ask you. There is he outside of the box when the ball is struck? The one who scores. Yes, he's yes, right. He's, okay. he's head technically not, but he's, he's right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Just because that's anyway. always that's always my instant reaction when you score a rebound. I'm thinking yeah. if it's not the penalty take, I'm yeah. thinking. Right, were they in the box? Uh, because well, a few of the players were asking the same question as well. Yeah, the um, referee. The they did freeze frame that afterwards, and it showed you that everyone's body was in, mm. but no feet were. So there's a lot of people saying Shelby was flat-footed at this point. Uh, well, it was Richie that was the problem. Was it Richie? Was it Richie was in between two of their players, the ultimate the goal scorer. Oh, well, Richie, Richie was there. Sorry, in, <laughs> sorry Shelby. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Richie like made his move and then almost stopped. It was a funny one. It was funny because he, he almost ran in. If I'm honest with you, think of it now. He ran in and almost celebrated that he saved it. Yeah. He like went, oh, and then realized shit. And then it was too late. Mm. So yeah. if he just carried on his run, he may have been able to put mm. the, the player There's out. a comment there on screen, and I do apologize for people that just listen to audio, but I will read this comment out and I'll put it on the screen. So so Graham McAvoy says, so what? It would have finished 3 2. That's not how football works. Um, if no, no, it's not just because you no. rule one goal out, the rest of the goal stand. It's it's a butterfly effect. Um, taking that penalty away, then that changes the game. Well, yes, they might have went on to win three two. Yeah, we might have went on to win three two. The game might have stayed the same. So it's, it's you can't just take that goal away and say they would have still won. Oh yeah, no, no, you, you, no, you definitely can't. I mean, obviously, you know, I get what he's saying because they finished four yeah. two, so you take a goal off them. But no, I mean, it's still two two. The momentum of the game's changed. Tactically, yeah. we would change or, or or adapt or whatever. But I say adapt, we couldn't adapt and bloody what mm. You know what I mean? No, no, absolutely not. It's just a bad time to concede. You know what I mean? And it's it, just a handful of minutes as well, isn't yeah, it? That's what that's what annoys you. That's what annoys you. And and I, I have to say this at this point now is where I got very annoyed tactically with her, that we were getting absolutely overrun in midfield. Mm. Uh, and the problem, and I, I know I've blamed Clark here, and I'm going to blame him again in a minute. But <laughs> the problem is, is you would have seen it because you were there, obviously. The one pass seems to just be from their defence and all of a sudden mm. the opponents Ooh. run into our back three 
that's not right. I know. It's just not right. Mm. There's just far too much pressure on our defenders. Um, that has to change. I mean, Hayden, Christ knows what he was doing. But uh, in Shelby, I know, I actually thought Shelby had a good first half. I thought he was passing the ball around well. He looked comfortable on the ball. But again, when you ask Shelby to do the other so, side of the game. You know? When that substitution was made, when Shelby went off the field, I think we're not 4-2 down at this point. That's correct. Yeah, yeah so we're 4-2 down and Shelby got taken off the field. And I'm not sure if this was a reaction to the substitution or a reaction to Shelby, but there was a section of the back of the Gallagher, I would say, started to boo that. And it's one of those things, are you booing the player or are you booing the the substitution? Well, it was, the, a, it was a terrible sub. I mean... Formation-wise, yeah, yes, it was. that's what I. Like, I mean, yeah. how on earth you think you can play with one centre midfielder? Mm. You're already getting overrun in midfield. I mean, it was so was Hayden and Almiron, wasn't it? That, that dropped into the centre at first. Well, well, technically, because Almiron, in a way, was already playing in the middle, yeah. in, in a way. But yeah, so he was having yeah, a holding yeah, midfielder. He moved Hayden back into the into a more trusted midfield, but then he had Almiron and Fraser really alongside mm. him. It's never going to work. Yeah, of course not. You know what I mean? Of course um, not. Terrible. Um, terrible. But who was it that came on for? Uh, Fraser. Was it Fraser that came on for uh, Shelby? For Shelby, yes. Right, Fraser okay. did, yeah. yeah. There was a few. It's, it's one of these things where, where this is where, and I know Alex Bruce was out saying this is going to be the longest managerial career, blah, 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 going from player to, to coach to whatever with, with Steve Bruce. But just because he's had a long career doesn't mean that it's a great career and i think we've just found out once again there after that that half-time team talk god knows what happens when you're going into one up then formation tactic wise and the substitutions once again hmm. i'm sat there thinking what yeah. i don't know where where the players are supposed to be playing so the players on the field what are they thinking yeah well totally right i mean it's 43 years isn't it that bruce has been mm. uh, consecutively 40, 43 seasons in, in in the english game and you know, it's like, it's like fair enough, good looking, but 43 years, um, well, it classes you a dinosaur, right? Like, mm. you, you know, you can't move on. And, and it's time and time again we see poor substitutions are, are poor. I mean, I, I kind of believe every fan in the ground, everyone watching it was like, why on earth are you playing? Technically, you could say two wide men, centre midfield. In, mm. in a sense, really, Alan, yeah. you could say is more of a winger or maybe a number 10. But and more, the problem, as I said before, is we're already getting overrun in midfield. And then mm. you decide to think, well, I'll just play one centre midfielder now. Well, fucked. Well, every single time them came forward, they looked like they were going to score. Yeah. And this is, I'm sure Bessie's mentioned this before, that sometimes with Bruce, he has an attitude as, oh, well, if I put seven strikers on my bonus score. Yeah. Or seven forward mm. players. Do you know what I mean? And it just doesn't work that way. It just doesn't work. Well, we way. saw that obviously he made makes the, the double substitution after that, and Joe Linton comes on and Longstaff comes on. Yeah. Um, Joe Linton had a, a, a few decent touches when he came on. Um, he? he got into the box. Yeah, he got into the box and oh, he, right. he put it across, and I think. Oh, who was it? There was someone that just missed out. But even before that, there was a few chances where we're cutting the ball across goal, well, and you, you're looking at inches away. Seeing that from... one when he's crossed mm. to Richie, seeing it so well, got inside and crossed it, and Richie sort of fell over, but yeah. the ball just didn't get to him. It could, we could have scored again. We could have, to be fair, but did we really deserve it? I, I thought the second half were, were poor. This is the difference, though. Like you need to be clinical in these positions, don't you? And and, and the chances weren't there. It went well, obviously, with ourselves, we, we just didn't capitalize on that. Well, you think oh, Wilson didn't have a chance to do the second half? Eh? No. Um, I'm just going to plug that camera in because it's going to run out of Okay. Um, yeah, I think, um, I mean, if anyone wants to get any more questions in, I'll see if I can turn this around a bit. Um, yeah, actually, Callum Lewis has made a good point there. Uh, he says, what annoys me, sorry, I don't know how to get on the screen, but what annoys me is how slow we are playing from the back or when Woodman releases the ball, we take an age, basically. Now, I I agree with that. And do you know why I got pissed off with it? Is we played like that when we were 3-2 or 4-2 down. We're, 
Whereas what we should, what in my opinion is, when you're winning the game two one, that's when you take your time on the ball. That's when we're knocking around and take forever. Who cares? You're winning. Build it up. Be patient. However, we were trying to be patient and almost wasting time when we were four two down, mm. which that's what pissed me off. Um, absolutely unbelievable. And the fourth goal, we'll get on of it now. Yeah. Again, again, right? Remind us what happened because I really can't remember. So <laughs> there was almost a 50-50, you could say, in their half, just outside their box, where we had Shelby and I think maybe Hayden or maybe another player and Antonio Samo come out with the ball, right? Mm. One pass, one pass after that and they were through, right? And Clark, it, he's only got one player on his... Only got one player there, Antonio's the only player. The, the guy's got the ball, Kraft's going towards him. That player with the ball has only got one option on the whole I field remember, yeah. is Antonio. He doesn't look over his shoulder once. And obviously, don't get us wrong, the finish from Antonio is superb, absolutely superb. But Clark has to know he's there, has mm. to know to try and block off the pass, but he doesn't. And then he just, obviously the largest plays is straight through Antonio, which bang is 4 2, mm. game's over. But that's twice where Clark for me, and also, and also, how poor was Clark on the ball? Like, it's almost like a foreign object. He wasn't the only one, though, mate. There was a few players. And I know we sat here just, just 24 hours ago, just yesterday, <laughs> and gave Richie loads of credit. Yeah, well. Jesus Christ, the, the dedications there and the efforts there. But his touch and his crossing today at times was piss poor. It, it was. Well, he put a few good corners in. He set up Murphy's goal. But the way I found Richie got worse was when we were getting beat. So we only were 3-2 down mm. and 4-2 down. All of a sudden, his head seemed to go and his touch was shit, his passing was shit, his crossing was going on for goal kicks. It was so strange, that. It was so strange. Um, Almiron, ghost. A ghost in the game. Yeah. Certainly in the second half, ghost. It's, I don't know, it's frustrating, isn't it? Because I say the first half I felt was so, so good. The second half was just so mm. damn poor. We've gone. Uh, I don't obviously want to focus too much on, but Woodman obviously he, he saves a penalty. I know that they did have the rebound and scored from that one, but there was another point in the in the game, in the first half, where he makes a great save as well. Um, keeps it. I think we won't. Oh up, yes, two one up there. Well, uh, um, born, yeah. It's a great save. Yeah. Um, and and Woodman, do you know what it is for conceding four goals? I don't think he had much to do. Mm-hmm. It, it was strange because. Our defence, and honestly, hats off to Fernandez because Fernandez once again he, he's putting challenges in left, right, and centre. Oh, it looks like he's running that defence solely alone. Oh, Way to God, mate! If it wasn't for him, it could have been five, six. Mm. Truthfully, he little last dish touches or blocks. And um, I said this yeah. against Norwich. That I know it's pre-season, but even in that game, you could see that he was. If he wasn't there, we would have crumbled. Yeah. And it looks again. I know we've conceded four once again, but without Fernandez there, it would have been more. But it, yeah, it would have been. Uh, it's it's very worrying. I tell you why I'm. I was really worried. I was dri- driving up here, obviously, for this, and I thought, you know, for for long periods of the game, I didn't think we were that bad, to be honest mm. with you. To be, to be really honest, and I'm going to ask you an honest question: Do you feel in the first half we could play any better? Uh, no. So this is a problem with Newcastle United, though. It's we're not the likes of Man City and, and Spurs who are playing now, where you you're going to get a team that's going to play well yeah. nine out of ten times. Yeah. Newcastle United once again will normally play well in one of the halves. And absolutely atrocious in the next half. Mm. Um, and we've saw what the team can do mm. in regards to attacking and, and that mentality to get forward and score goals. We saw yep. it yep. in the first half. Yep. But then you turn the page and you see how bad we can be. And that's yeah. in one game. And that's what I mean. Like, me, 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 me concern is conceding four against West Ham at home. Mm. 
it's not great, right? It's, yeah. it's fucking dreadful. And uh, you know, I, I do, I do worry that we'll look so, so shaky defensively. Mm. And it's not something we normally say, right? To be fair, um, but we did. We looked really, really, really nervous. Um, we did. Even if three-one, I wouldn't have been confident. To be, to be honest, even if I had gotten the third goal mm. if, before them got theirs, even if three-one, every time them come forward, I thought, God, they're gonna score. Yeah. It's, it's one of those games where. I saw this quite a bit on Twitter over the last 48 hours where Newcastle United could go into that game and win 2-0 or we could go and, and concede 2-3-4 like we have done and lose the game. It's so strange. It's just one of those games and I, I think I don't want to put too much obviously negativity on, on the result itself because we were sat here yesterday's thing and obviously just let, let's not kick off too much if we do go and, and lose the game which we have done in the end but once again just going back to a few minutes ago we've saw what we can do and, and there's players there and we, you've got to remember we've still got Willock to come in we've still got uh, Lascelles and, and Fabian Scher to come in yeah. um, it's you're looking at three players there who, who could change things especially defensively 100% yeah, defensively I agree um and Willick who who loses their position in there? Does, does Almiron lose his position? Because you can't you can't obviously take Sane out of the team. Wilson's not coming out of the team. You're probably looking at Almiron, aren't you? It, it, I think someone asked me on Twitter the, the same question, and it's a good one. I mean, you're not you can't really drop Hayden. For all I still disappoint with him today. Shelby will never be dropped. Mm. Um, and really, it is Mickey, right? Mm. It is because I, I think. The, the the problem we have is the formation that Bruce likes to play really isn't favourable for, for Almir, Almiron, really. Because well, he plays how, how long was said this for? Yeah, he, like we we've sat here and said Almiron isn't a bad player. Yeah. But our formation and the style of football that we play, he looks like a bad player. Yeah, it just doesn't suit him because he, he plays three centre midfielders and two up front. Well, I'm afraid we're in big trouble because he's not mm. a, Almiron's not a centre midfielder. But I, I do agree, I mean, you know, Willick coming in, of course, is, is great. And there the, the was times today, in fairness, though, a lot of them came from when Sane had it like, but there was a lot of times, well, look, dangerous as a team. Mm-hmm. We did look, yeah, we did. Wilson was good and Sane is dangerous. Um, the problem you've got, though, is, is is defensively, you cannot be conceding four goals against mm-hmm. them, like, in my, you know what I mean? And that, that was just great. I mean, one of them, you could, the penalty was very, 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 very interesting. Yeah. So, you know, but I think it's, what, what frustrates us is the lack of how we couldn't control the game, could we? You know, we're 2-1 up and a really good side would control that game mm. in the second half. You're at home as well. You'd be able to control the game. We could not control it. Mm. Um, that, I'm, I'm not sure if the cameras picked this up as well for, for the TV broadcast as well, but when they scored their fourth, mm-hmm. uh, their last goal, and I think there was still, what, 20 minutes left after that? It was, yeah. Um, Rice literally came back to the centre circle and said them all, push back. Basically said, just sit back and defend. With two goals up, no, we've got twenty minutes, and even him saying that they still had chances after that as well. Yeah, yeah, they did. Yeah, because we, we, we I, I get we're trying to chase the game, but we, we, did, we struggled to break them down after that. I would do Yeah, I mean, we only really had, especially when you take your, your midfielders out. <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. I mean, Fraser, come on, he, he had a, a, a whip shot there, but not not really much. Um, it's just, a, it's just, we're coming, we're coming back on. We're probably the manager in regards to tactically setting it up, mm. and as I say. The problems were there. You could visually see the problems before even West Ham had scored. Mm. That the midfield was a problem. We were getting overrun. And you look at it. Obviously, we'll go, we'll, we'll like uh, speak a lot more about this tomorrow night as well. But that substitution where where Shelby goes off and Fraser comes on. Well, fair enough if if he wants to do that. I, I don't understand the point in that, especially when you got Longstaff that comes on the next That's substitution. Right. Oh, yeah. At least do a like for like. If, if you think Shelby's legs are going, at least do like for like substitution and bring Longstaff on because. Bruce has obviously got that intention to bring Longstaff on at yeah. some point. Yeah. Make it then. 
Yeah. Well, that, that's what, to be honest with you, I, when he brung Fraser on, I wasn't sure if Sean was on the bench. I'm, I knew I'd read his mm. name, my boss there. Then when he brung Longstaff off, I said, well, what the hell did he bring? Just bring him on the first time. Mm. Um, yeah, it was disappointing. disappointing. Yeah. So there's a comment here from a West Ham from uh, Matthew Howard says, the poem, sorry, uh, the performance from Newcastle in the second half was awful. The pen shouldn't have been a pen. And I'm a West Ham fan. I think we're in agreement there with you, mate. Um, oh, we're, we're not going to sit here and, and people will realise and, and regulars of this this podcast and YouTube channel will realise we're not going to sit here and, and defend a, a poor uh, Newcastle United display. We'll, we'll be honest about We've it. Seen them a lot, and it was it was shocking. He summed it, it up. It was, was. piss poor that second half, absolutely especially good. comparing it to the first. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, but is there anything else that stands out for you in that game? Uh, no, not no, not really. To be honest with you, it was just um, it was it was just so disappointing because I, I I must admit the first half I honestly generally enjoyed it and mm. I I felt that I thought I thought we're gonna win it. Yeah, well, I'd, <laughs> first off, I I did see West Ham scoring again. If I'm honest, but I did think we would. Yeah, I thought we would have another goal in there. And I, I'll I'll be really honest, as daft as it might sound, I, when the halftime whistle came, I kind of had that spark again. Mm. Watching me, I felt a bit, you know, I felt I had that spark, but then the second half, Christ. And I mean, credit to West Ham as well. I mean, West Ham really did well to try and sort out Saint. Mm. We weren't giving him the ball in the right area at all. The sort of Wilson never really had a touch the second half with Wilson, you know. So it's again, I don't want to, I don't want to, um, what's the word, overreact too much because yeah. it's a long old season, right? It's a long, long, long season, but just defensively conceding four goals in in that manner. There were soft goals, like yeah. there were soft goals. Well, we're going to Villa next week, and, and Villa's display as well yesterday was well bad. Um, their, their it was. It, it bad. was um, it, I tell you what it is, and the Premier League's always been like this, right? And you lose two in a row. Isn't it funny how all of a sudden, yeah, you feel mm. different. It feels pressured. The fans will be going ballistic losing two in a row. Um, that's all that doesn't happen, of course. Yeah. But you know, it's not going to be easy. But as many negatives there were in that game, uh, mainly defensively. There was some positives in it as well, and I, I do just want to focus on that one. Saint had a great game that first he half. Great, he, he wanted the ball. He wanted it impress. And when Saint's in that mood, he's first name on the team sheet. Um, well, you know, I, I, just, I yeah. just every time I hear him named, I just smile. It just he brings such a smile. It was like as always, Wilson was up for it. Yeah. Um, he wanted the ball in the box every single time we're trying to, to, to obviously go forward. I, I think. When you've got Wilson, Saint, and Joe Willock on that field together, that'll probably change a few things, and you probably will get a lot more chances. I think I was looking; they had like seventeen shots or something at goal yeah. a day, which is phenomenal for us. That's normally a season as well. Aye, and I think West Ham had eighteen. Yeah, when you're looking at thirty-five shots yeah. at goal in one game, it is mental. And like I said at the start of this, as a neutral, that's a great game to watch. Oh, it was. everything in it. I totally agree. I mentioned in Willock there as well, I think he will bring legs into midfield, which mm. I think we desperately need. Like, yeah. Because the gap between defence and midfield is just too damn big. And, and, you know. That works both ways as well. So mm. obviously, if we're, we're dominating and going forward in a game, and let's say it's rather than the first half, we're going into full time, winning 2-1, and there's 20, 15 minutes left on the clock take Willock off and put somebody like Shelby in or Hayden in just to slow it down that little bit. Yeah, yeah. So it works both ways, really. You've got them there as an impact coming off the bench to bring to, to take the goal, uh, the game forward. Well, I've, I felt, I don't know how you felt, I felt Hayden was actually, first off, was almost being asked to bomb forward. Like, mm. he was in the box and things like that. And to, to me, my honest opinion of Hayden is, he is the person that sits in the mid, in the midfield and protects mm. with defence. And I, I didn't feel that we played him in that Clark was in their box at times. Yeah, yeah, well. He was going on little adventures. God knows how he was finding himself up there, but 
Clark had a game where he just done whatever the hell he wanted, I think. Yeah, I thought um, it was dreadful. Dreadful. Yeah. It wasn't wasn't the greatest. Someone know he but, is a good player. Yeah, well. he's been, a, you know, we've always said he's a seven out of ten. You know, normally, to be fair to the lad, he's normally been in the cold for ages. Mm. We'll get loads of injuries or suspensions, and he comes in and does, does a great job. job every yeah. time. So don't knock him too much for one game, but it was poor. It wasn't yeah. poor. Right, everybody. Um, thanks for joining me. I am. Um, I hope you've enjoyed um, this first edition of uh, post match. Uh, I forgot what it's called. There, post match patter. Yeah. That's what we're called. Um, we're hopefully do, doing a lot more of these this season. It won't always be me and Decker. It will be other people doing it instead of us two. Um, but we are the ones that were free. Um, yeah, so I'll, I'll hopefully be free. Mostly everyone. Yeah, I'm hoping to try and be. Unfortunately, <laughs> <laughs> I need my little tune back in now. <laughs> right, everybody, um, we'll see you uh, tomorrow night. Um, it'll be me, Decker, um, two regulars, Bestie, and Mark won't be here tomorrow, so we do have two special guests joining with tomorrow as well. Yeah. So keep an eye out for that, and we'll see you then. But yeah, first one. Try and enjoy your nice. evenings. <laughs> see you later. Sports Social Podcast Network. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.